Hey, Raise Up, Rise Up. I'm so excited for this week's episode. Today, we're going to be talking about where is your gaze? And a lot of times, whenever I'll go to film a podcast or make a post or anything like that, it's things that the Lord, like words or phrases that I felt dropped in my spirit from the Lord. And a lot of times, um, I'll go and I'll look it up online, like what the definition of that is, and I'll go to the Bible, like, to get some biblical, um, context and, you know, just different things like that. Um, and I, I had just felt so strongly that, um, he had just whispered, where is your gaze? And I think that, I don't think I know that that phrase has really changed me. Where is your gaze? Like, there's different things going on. Life is so crazy. Things happen. Things that you never would have expected arise. People pass away. People change. Circumstances change. Jobs change. Life gets crazy. Maybe you get stabbed in the back from someone that you didn't see coming. Maybe a loved one that you never thought you'd have to do life without passes away. Maybe you got let go from your dream job that you thought you thought the Lord had said so clearly this is where he wants you. Maybe your kid has turned away from the Lord. Maybe your marriage ended. Maybe what you thought life was going to look like, it definitely doesn't. You're walking through a season of loneliness, maybe a season of depression season where anxiety is all up in your grill. Maybe you're having doubts. Is God real? Does God love me? Am I here for a reason? What is the purpose? There's a lot of things that are crawling and trying to grab our attention. It feels like you're being pulled every direction. Maybe it feels like the world is spinning a hundred miles per hour around you and you can't seem To find your balance. 
And I just want to encourage us today, and I needed to hear where is your gaze so badly. But the definition of gaze means to see, perceive, to contemplate with pleasure, to look, and to behold. This idea of gazing or beholding requires more than a passing glance. And I want to stop right there. I just want to pause. Don't just glance at God. Don't just read your Bible for five minutes so you can check off a list. It goes on to say, It is purposeful contemplation of something so magnificent that you just can't take your eyes off of. And my prayer is that we fix our gaze upon the Lord. That we are like, Lord, you are so magnificent. Your presence is so holy. I cannot take my eyes off of you. And from that, you're not ignoring what's going on in the world. You're not ignoring everyday situations. You're not being ignorant to the things that are going on. But your gaze, your security, your hope in your future relies on the Lord. And so in Proverbs 4.25, the ESV version, it says, Let your eyes look directly forward. And your gaze be straight before you. My prayer is that our eyes are so focused on what the Lord is saying. And on what he's doing. And so... Just some few thoughts I had with maybe your gaze is all over the place and you don't even know where to get started. And so number one, just have quiet time with the Lord. Like legit quiet time. Legit, legit. Be super serious about it. If you're trying to get closer with someone, you're intentional about your time with them. It's no different than the Lord. It should be more important to you because this is a relationship that's everlasting. He is someone that will never leave you, never forsake you, never forget you. So this is a relationship that you truly, truly need to spend time with to develop. And I've noticed that whenever I have my quiet time with my with l- the Lord, oh man, <laughs> everything is so much more clear. Why I'm here, who I'm called to be, my purpose and passions, they're all amplified, they're fired up, and I feel a hope and security. Number two is read scripture. Oh man, marinate in what the Lord is saying. If you want to know more about the Lord, read his word. He didn't just write the word for the heck of it. I mean, okay, but he is God and he's so amazing and he can do whatever he wants. But he has scripture in place so that we can come and get to know him. 
Number three is remove idols. If there's anything that trumps the Lord, remove it because it's not worth it. And number four is submit. Submit everything into the Lord. Submit everything to him because he cares for you. He will take care of you and he loves you more than anything. And so I just wanted to encourage everyone with that. And um, my hope and prayer is that this blessed you. And if there are any more topics you'd like us to talk about, go ahead and just message us. Have a blessed day. Bye.